My heart is so full of joy. And that joy will break forth here. It would. It would break forth here. Many of you, you know, are going to sense a joy in your spirit. You're going to sense a joy in your spirit. You're going to sense it. And it's going to bust out of you. It's going to bust out of you. You're going to sense that joy. And it's going to bust out of you. Oh, thank you, precious Holy Ghost. Thank you, precious Holy Ghost. Livra Hakoske, Badihi Kadoskevedeve. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 14. Get your notebook, get your pens, make sure you're writing down notes. Very important. Ezekiel 14. Uh, verse 2. Ezekiel chapter 14, verse 2 to 3. And please don't be distracted, okay? Don't be here and be on social media. Don't be here and, you know, be scrolling on any other. Don't be doing anything. Just give your attention to the listening of God's word. It wouldn't hurt, okay? It wouldn't hurt. He says, and the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, these men have set up their idols in their hearts. Their idols in their hearts. And put before them that which caused them to stumble into iniquity. Son of man, these men have set up their idols in their hearts and put before them that which causes them to stumble into iniquity. Should I let myself be inquired of them at all by them? Listen to the question God is questioning at this point. He's saying, should I let myself be inquired at all by them? In the scripture, he says, son of men, these men have set up idols in their hearts. I want to talk on why you are fasting. Just so you will know what to do whilst fasting. Are you all with me? Are you all with me? And we are going to be praying. Hey, I want to talk about why you are fasting. Just so you know what to do while you are fasting. So in the book of Ezekiel, um, chapter 14, verse 2 to 3 that we just read. This is God ranting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is God ranting. This God, you know, wanting to get something across. He says, these men, what have they done? They have set up idols in your hearts. And look at the question God is asking at the latter part. He says, should I let myself be inquired about them all? Like, at all? Should I even listen to them at all? There are certain things, you know, you would never see. Not because you are a Christian. No. I hope everyone can hear me. Is the sound coming okay? I hope everyone can. <laughs> but I can't hear the sound. Which should supposed to be playing? Or is my computer? It's my computer, so all of you can hear it. Someone to still tell the devil to try harder, try harder, try harder, try harder, try harder, try harder. Sabarakatos Zeke Zegedevrahadis. He says, These men have set up idols in their hearts. Where is the idol? In their hearts. So whenever you know we approach a fasting, the first place that the father is focused on, the first place that God is focused on is where your heart. 
So it's not about food. No, no, no. Put food aside. You, you not eating and uh, you, you know, waiting on the Lord through fasting. It's not even about the food. The food has nothing to do with it. The place of the food will come. But God's mind, in the mind of God, and you know, what God actually seeks to achieve in your life, whenever we dedicate the time to pray and to fast, it's not just about the food. God is not hurt by you eating. What did I say? God, God is, is not hurt by us. God is God not hurt by you eating. You are hurt and you are hurting yourself by eating. These men have set up idols in their hearts. So whenever, you know, we approach a moment of fasting, this is what God does. God begins to deal with the matters of the hearts. He begins to now work on you in your heart. Before anything will ever happen, before a man would ever do anything, he has already thought about it in the heart. Guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it, out of where? Your heart flows the issues of life. So you might think, oh, you know, I thought about it. Yes, you thought about it where? In your heart. Jesus made a very, our Lord Jesus made a very peculiar statement. He said, these people honest me with their lips, but their hearts, their hearts is far away. So the right focus of God, whenever we approach every fast, it's not the food you are stopped eating. No, it is your heart. God wants to have a surgical work in your heart. So whenever we begin to fast, this is what happened. The unwanted materials is being cut off by the Father. He said, these men have set up their idols, their idols in your heart. What can be your idol? It could be your phone. It could be Instagram, Snapchat. You know, some people can scroll till 5 a.m. in the morning. And they try to put their phone down and they can't put their phone down. Why? The phone has been idolized in their heart. The issue is not you trying to put it down. The issue is your heart. It is because of your heart that's why you can't put the phone down. So in this moment, whilst we are fasting, get rid of it. Get rid, get rid, get rid of the Instagram, the Twitter the facebook the snapchat it is now you have to get rid of it because you are fasting from the focus is this it is from something it's not just food no you are fasting from a distraction you are fasting from it away from it so probably you are here you know this is day one you know day two day three is still yet to come but you are still scrolling on Instagram at this point. You are missing the point. Let me tell you a story. About a year ago, you know, a year ago, one, 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 someone I know, she kept calling me week in, week out about an issue that was going on in her life. She kept calling me. And one day she called me and this issue was that, you know, it was about lust and all those things, you know. And one day she called me and the Lord told me to tell her that it is because of the phone. So this is why I told her, I told her, 
put their phone away for three days. Turn off your phone for three days. For three days. That's why I told you. Turn off your phone for three days. And for the three days, give your phone to someone. And leave without your phone for three days. This girl started crying. She was crying as if, as if her dad has passed away or her mom has passed away. Hey, hey, no, no, no. Say you don't understand. It's not about my phone. No, no. Hey, hey, hey. Oh boy. Oh boy. I didn't get anywhere. This girl told me, say, I would die if my That's what she said. She said I would die without my phone. Then you realize that she has replaced God and whatever is bothering her in her life. The issue is not what, I mean, are you seeing the point? The root cause of it, the foundational cause of it, is not what is bothering her. It is the idol. That is the phone that she has set up in her heart. I know someone, someone told me, say, I can't go a day without scrolling on TikTok. I can't. Really? You can't? Then that place has become an idol. Whether you, will, you would agree or not, it has become an idol. Let's look at the scripture again. Share the screen again. Share the screen again. Share it. Ezekiel chapter um, 14, verse 2. Share the screen again. I want everybody to pay attention. Son of man, these men have set their idol. It is their idol in their hearts. And put before them that which causes them to stumble in iniquity. In the screen share. So it is their idol that causes them to stumble on iniquity. It is, it is, you know, the doings of man, it is what they have circulated in their hearts. So some, some people will be scrolling. They want to put their phone up, but they can't put. Why? Because they have idolized their phone in their hearts. And I'm not talking, it could be, it could be your work. It could be even a person in your life. That you can't go a day without, without that person. You have idolized the person. It could be your friend. So whenever we say fasting, it's not just from food. No, it could be, and it is from distractions. Are you with me? Are you are you with me? Are you with me? So in this, in these three days, you see, in these three days, yeah, you know, you can't live without your phone. By by our secular world we are in, because probably your manager would call you, your mom would need you to call you, and everything. But there are some specific applications on your phone that you can get rid of just for three days. Who is excited to take this journey? Let me see. To get rid of specific applications. You know the applications, right? Oh, hey, so you know. Ah, oh, okay. That's nice. Ah, so you know. Ah, oh, okay. So it is the Snapchat and the Instagrams. Eh, oh boy. <laughs> So you know, he says, these men, what have they done? They have set up idols in their hearts. The idols could be the song of you listen to. You see, when, when it comes to the issue of the heart, for example, Lot and his wife, when they were coming out of Sodom and Gomorrah, the Bible said the Lord gave a specific instruction. Do not look back. Do not turn back. Because if you turn back, you become a pillar of salt. And you remain till today. That's what the Bible says. It has remained till today. And to prove that the Bible we believe is not a lie, when you go, archaeologists has been able to dug out that sort, and it is still there till today. <laughs> Are you all with me? So the Bible we believe is not a lie. 
if nothing else proves it, archaeological factors prove it. Because no one can tell you a fairy tale. You know, people say the Bible was given by a white man to colonize a black man. That's, that's such a nonsense. Just think about it. Look at the wisdom in the Bible. If it was written by a white man, wouldn't the person say, altered by, and put their names there? No, no. Altered, wouldn't the person, altered by King James, wouldn't they put their, when King James translated the Bible, even him that was not the writer of the Bible, he said it is his version. This is my version of the Bible. So imagine the main author. The Bible was not given by a white man to colonize a black man. Archaeological factors deny it. When you go to Israel today, the tomb where they say Jesus was buried, it is still there. If it is a story, if it is a fairy tale, when you go there, you wouldn't have to find it. No, no. Go to America today if you see the shoes of Cinderella. Go, go and see. If you see the shoes of Cinderella, tell me. These are stories. The Bible is not a story. It is God's word to us. And you see, why am I deviating? All right, maybe God wants me to say this. It, it, it is true. Sodom and Gomorrah, it was a city. It was there. Archaeological factors proves it. Are you all with me? Are you all with me? That was just by the way. Let's go to our point. So they have set up their idols where? In their hearts. And what does the idols do? The idols causes them to stumble in iniquity. So whenever we begin to fast, you know, fasting from food, fasting from whatever, what God des- desires to do is that he wants to cut off those unwanted materials from your heart. Those unwanted materials. If you have ever do, done sewing, all the materials are necessary. But when you finish putting one and two together, there will be some part of the material. It is no more necessary. You have to cut it off. As wonderful and as important social media is in this modern day, there are some things that you, you begin to idolize it. So these three days, get rid of it. Are you all with me? Get rid of it. Lost wife, lost wife turned back. And the Bible said she became, she became a, a pillar of salt even till today. She didn't just turn back by looking back. No, in her heart, while she was walking away, she was thinking about the beautiful garment she had. She was thinking about, you know, it is always about the heart. So the first place God seeks to work on whenever we are fasting is where your heart. When you say your heart, please don't be thinking the heart that pumps the blood. No, it's your inner man. Let me just say the right word. Your inner man. So God seeks to work on your inner man. Not your heart that pumps the blood. No. God seeks to work on your inner man. That's his desire. In your subconscious mind, they will say, this girl, I told her, delay social media. She started crying. She was actually calling other people to tell them, no, no, I can't live without social media. She was testifying to them. So the root cause of the issue, the root cause of the problem was never the last. It was the idol. In this case, which was her phone. Are you all with me? Are you all with me? Are you all with me? Matthew chapter 4, verse number 3. Matthew chapter 4, verse number 3 to 4. Matthew 4, verse 3 to 4. 
He says, Now when the tempter, in this case the devil, you know, when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the son of God, command these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. Man shall not live by bread alone. In the scripture. Listen, it is in this moment. The second thing that I want to tell you is this. Whenever we are fasting, fasting helps you to hear from God. It helps you to hear from God. And how, in this case, Jesus Christ, our Lord, made a very interesting statement. When he said, he said, man shall not live by bread alone. So that means the absence of bread is the presence of, he says, by, by every word that can, comes from the mouth of God. So the absence of bread brings the presence of the voice or the word. Are you seeing the mathematics behind it? Share the screen again. Pay attention to the verse 4. He says, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. That is the absence of bread. But by every word, now the presence of the word. Are you with me? End the screen share. So whenever you know we are fasting, you know, number two, um, the second thing is that this fasting, it is a certain separation. A separation for you to be able to hear his distant voice. The voice of God is distance. It needs separation to hear. So whenever we begin to fast, you know, your spirit now begins to be calm. It's not just the food. No, it's about your inner man. That's the target of God. That's what bears, that's where the Holy Ghost bears witness. It's about your inner man. So when your inner man begins to be calm, then the Father begins to, he begins to, be able to discern his voice you begin to able to discern his direction for your life you begin to be able to know to know what he wants to do for you so you see it is for example when jacob was you know going back to meet his brother you can read a story in the book of genesis the bible said in the night jacob was worried because he has stolen his brother's birthright and bless him. But when he was going back, the Bible makes us understand. It got to a point, this guy, out of the desperation of his heart, he made his family go ahead of him and he was left alone. And at that night, the Bible said, Jacob began to quarrel with an angel until daybreak. When he was left alone, the angel did not only appear, he was able to quarrel the angel. Are you with me? Are you with me? So. It is, fasting brings you to the place of aloneness. Where you are able to know the mind of God for a period of time. It brings you to the place of aloneness. For you to be able to know the mind of God for the period of time. If Jacob was not left alone, for him to quarrel the angel, guess what? There wouldn't be any Israel. Because it was after he quarreled the angel that the angel said, you know what? You are no longer Jacob. He asked him, what is your name? He said, Jacob. He said, no, you are no longer called Jacob. You will be called Israel. So in a moment of fasting, it brings you to aloneness. Where God, you begin to now know. Jacob was now able to know. He was knowing. Then knowing. It begins from your inside. Are you with me? 
Are you with me? So the important part of fasting is that you are separated. The next thing is that you are able to hear in the place of separation. So David said, he leads me on the path of righteousness. You see, in separation, you are led. Whenever a man is separated, a man can be led. It is only a separated man that can be led. And the amazing thing about the story of Jacob is that after Jacob has quarreled with the angel, the Bible said the angel removed the socket of his hip. Whenever we begin to fast, our stomach begins to tremble. Is that not true? Today, today, just, just imagine today. Me, as at 10 a.m., as at 10 a.m., I wanted to eat. I'm like, hey, why? But you know, my socket has to be removed from its original position. That is my ego, my pride. God, is, God begins to deal with things I, I rely on. Then he changes my focus. Man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word, he changes my focus to his word. Are you with me? Are you with me? Are you all with me? Did you get that? So when my hip is removed, I can stand without a help. But when I am helped, I go far. And whenever we are fasting, you know, fasting does not move God. I've said this over and over again. It does not change God. You cannot fast for God to do anything for you. Fasting does for you what you wouldn't do for you. That's what fasting does for you. So when Jacob was separated, initially he wouldn't go and fast, um, go and quarrel the angel, or go and struggle with an angel. But in this point, he was left alone. And that's what fasting does. Fasting brings you alone. And it helps you to hear from God. Jacob was able to hear from God when he was alone. Moses had to climb a very tall mountain to uh, meet with God for 40 days. When he came back, he came back with 10 things that people call the Ten Commandments. But he was left alone. He was separated to be with the Father. Are you all with me? So the important thing about fasting, or the next important thing about fasting, is that it helps you. You, you are able to know what God is saying. You are able to know. So I don't want you to waste these three days, you know. Don't, don't waste it. Don't waste it. Oh, you know, I'm fasting, I'm fasting. And you'll be scrolling on social media. Oh, I'm fasting, you know, on Instagram. No, you are not. You're just on a hunger strike. Go and get some bamboo and eat. But here is the point. You are separated. That's the reason why I started with the heart, the matters of the heart. Get rid of it. Get rid of it, you know. Don't talk to your boyfriend. Don't talk to your girlfriends, you know. In this moment, it's, it's, a, it's a moment of separation. You ought to be alone. Are you with me? Why are you smiling as if you don't have one? Why? Why? Why are you doing that? Eh? Hey, <laughs> Charles, like Charles, the way Charles is smart. Oh, say so you don't know. So you don't know what is going on. Why are you smiling like that? You see? So it helps you. Our Lord Jesus. The Bible says he was driven by the Spirit to be tempted of the devil, for he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. After, when he came back from the fasting, he says the news about him spread across. News about him spread across. News about him spread across. News about him. Whenever you begin to fast and genuinely separate yourself to be with the Father, after the fasting, in the realm of the Spirit, you gain stature. That's the next thing. You begin to gain stature. You begin to gain stature. 
your inner man is being strengthened and that's the next thing I want to talk about whenever we fast fasting brings strength to our inner man it brings strength so you see man shall not live by bread alone naturally what does food does to us naturally come on naturally what does food does to us oh you can unmute yourself and talk I can't hear you gives us energy food brings energy Uh uh-huh it brings strength Uh uh-huh come on oh energy strength Uh uh-huh it helps us survive please it helps us to survive please sir that's true you see so naturally what food does for us jesus christ our lord said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that comes from the mouth of god so the strength our spirit man depend on is not on the fasting but is by the word we hear when we are fasting that is where our strength is are you with me please are you with me are you with me are you with me oh you know i'm fasting kalabalaba you are fasting by the whole day you haven't prayed wow which fasting are you doing no, no, no. Tell me, tell me. You, tell me. Which fasting are you doing? Come on. Come on. He says, man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that coming from the mouth of God. But by every word. So, whenever, you know, we are fasting, we are being brought to the place of separation. And out of it, strength. Strength. When the word of God, now we begin to hear the word of God, strength comes. And we see that in, go to the book of Acts, chapter 9. Let's start from verse 9. We see that with someone called Apostle Paul. Acts 9, verse 9. You see, look at this. And he was three days without sight. <laughs> And neither ate nor drank. Then skip to the verse 12. And in a vision, he has seen a man. End of screenshot. You see, he wasn't eating. He wasn't drinking. And Ryo, um, a moment after that, he saw a vision. Are you getting are you getting this? So he was able to his inner man now gain ascendancy over his physical man. He's in a man gain ascendancy, so he's now able to see a vision. So whenever strength is embedded in your spirit, you are able to see beyond. Have started speaking tongues. Speaking the language of the Holy Ghost. Kalivra. Kalivra. So strength is being brought into your inner man. Let's look at um, Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 16. Amplified classic. Ephesians 3, the book of Ephesians chapter 3, verse number 16. He may grant you out of the rich treasure of his glory to be strengthened. Look at this. To be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power. Oh boy. In the inner man by the Holy Spirit. Himself dwelling in your innermost being and personality. He may grant you out of the rich treasure of his glory to be strengthened. You see, 
And he goes on to say, to be strengthened, not only to be strengthened, to be reinforced with mighty power in the screenshot. So whenever, you know, we begin to wait on God through fasting, what happens is that we are being strengthened. Strength is embedded in our inner man. Strength is embedded. It is now distilled in our inner man. To be strengthened. To be strengthened. The word used there, the word might, the word might is the Greek word um, dynamis, which means power. So it's not that God is now about to bring might from heaven or power from heaven. No, 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 no. The power is already residing in you. The enablement of that power is already residing in you. It's already in you. It's already within you. Now that power has gained its momentum to soar out of you. Are you are you with me? Has gained its momentum, has gained its ability to be able to leap out of you. There are days, you know, we'll be ministering. Some time ago, I was ministering, it was here. And and some of you even saw it, and most of you are seeing in the video. And out of nowhere, there was a certain manifestation on my screen, and everybody saw it. What happened? It was out of out of within. Are you getting it? The power has now leaped out. It was exuding. The power has now leaped out. It has leaped out. So when we say be healed, naturally, we don't have that strength to heal a man. Naturally. But then, whenever we say be healed, the power leaps out from us. It leaps out. It leaps out. Are you with me? It leaps out. So your spirit man, your inner man, it begins to gain the ascendancy over your physical man the power is within you you begin to stare it you begin to stare it you begin to stare it then as if you have putting something on fire pa, 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 pa. it begins to overflow it begins to overflow it begins to overflow just like that just like that it begins to overflow what happened there was a stare first have you ever asked yourself when you put salt in the soup or when you put salt in the food, why do you have to stay? It has to get everywhere. And that is what happened. When we begin to fast and we begin to pray, we begin to do the necessary things. Once we are fasting, we are staring. We have been stared. Are you with me? We have been stared. We have been stared. We have been stared. So there is power everywhere. There is power everywhere. Yesterday when I was at work, Oh boy, you know, I, I am I am in Friday morning, you are still in Thursday, anyways. So Thursday, when I was at work, you know, we started the fasting and praying. And there is this girl, for, for, for your information, she's Caucasian, she's not black, and she does not know I'm fasting. Something happened and I had to touch her. When I touched her, she said, e! and I said, what? She said, goosebumps. I'm like, yes, yes, the power has what? Leaped out. Are you with me? The power has what? Leaped out. That's what she said. She said, <laughs> and I said, what? She said, goosebumps. I'm like, no, no, it's not goosebumps, girl. It is the power that is leaping out. Are you with me? Whenever we begin to do the necessity of fasting, people will begin to, <laughs> why? There, there, there is, there is, there is, there is a stay. The power is everywhere. Are you with me? Fasting does not bring power. No. It now gives you the ascendancy, it gives your spirit man the ascendancy 
Are you with me? Are you with me? So that's why Jesus said, you will lay your hands on the sick and they shall recover. You don't have to pray for the sick. You will lay and they recover. Why? Because the, the inner man has gained the right ascendancy over the physical man. Oh boy. Oh boy. So when we say be healed, when our eyes are open right now and I call out your name and we begin to tell you things that has happened, things that is happening and things that is to happen. Why? We are able to do that by the help of the Holy Ghost. That is by the strength that is embedded in our spirit, man. We do not take offense in what people do to us. We do not take offense. We are not normally offended. Things do not offend us. Why? The power of God. You see, the power of God there is, is the perfect channel of the power of God is love. The perfect channel of the power of God is love. So for God so loved the world, his greatest power to ever happen on earth was the birth of Jesus Christ. And it couldn't have happened if he did not love. So for God so loved the world, so the right channel of power is love. So when Jesus saw the people, the Bible said, he, he began to agonize in his heart. There was, there was agony in his heart. He said, these people are like sheep without a shepherd. Oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy, Levre Kedos, So in these three days, every midnight, you wake up from 12 a.m. to 1 a.m. And I want you to do it. I'm not just telling you, I want you to do it. Someone say, I'm doing it. 12 a.m., you alone. What's the time? Because I need to close before 12 a.m. 12 a.m., you must stand in your room and pray. Are you with me? Are you with me? What are you doing? You are giving your spirit man ascendancy over your physical man. Are you all with me? Are you all yes, with me? Hallelujah. Yes. The girl is called Sarah. So I was giving her, I think, something here. Yeah. And I had to touch her. Immediately. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is working. Oh, yes, it is working. It, it is working. Oh, boy, it is working. She was lucky she didn't fall under the anointing. It was just a goosebump. Because it wasn't a heavy touch. It was just a small one. That was the ye. If it was a heavy touch, that one she would be on the floor by this time speaking in tones. Are you with me? Let's not to share with you. Oh, I want to. So how many points do we have now? How many points do we have? Three, please, sir. Three. What was the first one? Just so I know you are following. What was the first one? I want to hear you. The matters of the heart. Matters of the heart. The second one. Hearing from God, please. Um, because you are sharing the screen and the sound is playing from your end, I want you to mute yourself. Please, I wasn't speaking to Alisa. I want to hear the rest of you. Please unmute yourself. I want to hear you. What was the second one? Hearing from God. Yeah. So fasting positions you to hear from God. What was the third one? Okay, hold on, hold on. I want everybody to hold on. Hold on. Lavina, what was the third one? Someone yes, yes, he said the third one was about gaining stature. The third one was gaining stature. Do you all agree with her? Do you agree with her? What was the fourth one then? Be instead, please, sir. Sorry? Be instead, please, sir. Be instead. Interesting. 
The fourth one was strength. It brings strength to your inner man. And the third one was gaining stature. So how many do you have now? How many points do you have now? Oh, how many do you have now? Okay, just so I know you are following. What was the first one? Oh, unmute yourself. I want to hear you. Just so I know you are following. What was the first one? The matches of the heart. It deals with the matters of the heart. The second one? Hearing from God. Hearing from God. It positions you to help, um, to hear from God. What was the third one? Makes you gain stature. Gain stature. Gain stature. What was the fourth one? What was the fourth one? Strengthened and reinforced. It brings strength in your inner man. 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 Isaiah chapter 40. Let's start from verse 30. It's very important as you are listening to take down notes. Because you won't remember. So the sharpest pen is sharper than the sharpest mind. The sharpest pen is sharper than the sharpest mind. So it says, let's start from verse. Let, let's start from verse um, twenty-eight. Oh, have you not known? Look at this. Have you not known? Have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither thinks nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. What does God do? He gives power to the weak. The next thing, and to those who have no mind, what does he do? He increases their strength. So the word used as strength here is the, word, is the same word translated in Greek as dunamis. This, is, this word was written in Hebrew, but it's the same word translated as dynamis. He increases their dynamis. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But the verse 31, those that wait upon the Lord, it doesn't matter you are old or you are young. Those that wait upon the Lord, what does the Lord do? There is a specific thing he does. He renews their strength. Then after there is a renewal of strength, you begin to mount up with wings like eagles. It is not God who will let you mount up. No, you begin to mount up. God's own is that he renew your strength. Then you, you begin to mount up with wings like eagles. You begin to run. Let me, let me explain this. <laughs> End the scripture. End the scripture. He says, they shall run. You begin to run. Do you know what that means? Do you know what that means? You are probably in school. You are in school. You are all doing the same subjects. But there is something about you. Though you are not the first. But there is something about you. Your lectures has paid a certain attention to you. There is a special attention given to you. That is the running. Every runner gets ahead. So it is like you have been made ahead of others. So in your business, whenever you begin to wait on the Lord, you are being made ahead. In your finances, oh boy, oh boy. It's not only in your giving alone. No, 
It's not only in your giving. It's not only in your giving. It's not only in your giving. It is also in your seed. The money that comes to you, you are being made ahead. You are being positioned ahead. He says they run. Every runner runs ahead. The purpose of running is to get ahead. So in your finances, as you wait on the Lord, it affects your finances as well. Kapalua. Verse, verse. <laughs> Glory! The issues of life will not sway me from my feet. I am standing tall. Ah, yeah, yeah. The issues of life. Oh, I want to hear you. I want to hear you. I told you to respond to God's word. The issues of life. The issues of life. Will not sway me from my feet. Will not sway me from my feet. I am standing tall. And I am standing tall. And I am standing tall. I am running ahead. Hey, I am running ahead. Glory. 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 I'm always ahead. 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 I'm always he will give your head to I will, I will cut off your head. I come to you in the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. I will cut off your head. Why? It wasn't it, it, it caught him not by surprise. He has had a track record history with God. That this same God who gave him the lion, this same God who gave him the bear, will give him Goliath. This year, this same father, this same God, the one who has been with you. As he is giving you the lion and the beard, the greatest of all, the Goliath who wants to go down. And God willing tomorrow, I'll be sharing with you the timing of every man's life. The timing of every man's life. The importance of the Kairos moment of every man's life. Time. In the Greek, has two renditions. The first rendition is Kronos. The second rendition is Kairos. In Kronos, there is time for everyone. But in Kairos, it is a specific time for you. And whenever a man misses their Kairos season, they have missed it for the rest of their life. An example is Saul, who was the king of Israel before David. His Kairos moment, the Kairos moment of his life was in 1 Samuel, chapter number 3. We are not going there. When the prophet Samuel told him, do not. He says, kill, kill and destroy all the people. This man, Koso, he thinking he'd be so wise than the prophets, saved some of the animals. And he said, I've offered the animals. But it was in that moment, if he had listened, if you are listening, today I'll be telling you a different story. If he had listened. In your Kairos moments, David, 
out of all the time he appeared where Goliath was making on 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 making threats to the armies of God making threats to the armies of Israel and in that moment in that hilarious moment he was there Jesus met the woman at the well he said the hour has come and now is there is a certain time in any man's life and in every man's life it's called and now is oh boy oh boy if you miss that moment of your life sometimes god be merciful you will encounter it again but sometimes you have missed your destiny whenever a man miss and now is that moment of their life they miss their destiny some of you could be an instruction god will tell you give a thousand pounds the day you give that thousand pounds regardless what goes wrong in your life just because you did just that one thing just that one thing just that one thing your life has been set on a course that is you will never move right or left you go straight forward and forward and forward you walk on the path because there is a path laid down for every man and you whenever you miss the a moment of your life in just a moment how would you know this is that moment you will know sometimes you will not know so it is the response of every believer to walk in obedience it is the response of every believer to walk in obedience he says i desire mercy and not sacrifice to obey to obey is better than to sacrifice to obey to obey in this moment instructions instructions is what is necessary god told abraham get out from your father's house and from your kindred and from your family go to the land i will show you and i will make you if abraham never went there wouldn't be any making if god wants to make you it comes with an instruction it comes with an instruction yes we are all in christ but in christ listen there is room for everyone at the top to get to that top it is at the expense of your obedience and it is also at the expense of you adhering to the instruction given so in these three days i said we are fasting for three days some of you you fast for two days well 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 you are missing your moment you are missing your kairos moment that's the reason why instructions are very important why we are positioned and that's the next thing i want to tell you whenever we fast god of us super head we are positioned at where God wants us to be. And we see that in Acts chapter 9, the scripture we read. I want to be able to end in any moment from now. But So let's read a few scriptures, then we'll be able to end, okay? We'll be able to end. Just so I'll give you a whole cancer. Mm-hmm. So Acts chapter 9, verse the number 9 again. Acts 9, verse 9 again. The book of Acts chapter 9, verse 9 again. Then when we read the verse 9, we'll skip to the verse 12. Pay attention right now. And three days, and he was three days without sight, neither ate nor drank. Who is he talking about? Saul. Are you all with me? He's talking about Saul. That is Paul. Then to the verse 12. In a vision, he has seen a man. In a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting the sand on him so that he might receive his sight. When Paul was fasting in this moment, he was being positioned. For a man called Ananias to be able to lay his hands on him. 
the same book of us let's go to verse chapter 10 chapter 10 let's look at chapter 10 as 10 verse 30 to 31 look at something there we've all heard this story but let me today show you something maybe we never knew about this story he says so Cornelius said four days ago i was fasting until when come on i want to hear you i was fasting until when uh-huh. This, hour. this hour this hour until this hour he was fasting until this hour and at the ninth hour i prayed in my house and behold a man stood before me in bright clothing and said cornelius your prayer has been heard and your arms are remembered in the sight of god and the screen share he said i was fasting so cornelius if you have ever read the book of Acts chapter number 10 all of you are familiar with that story right all of you are familiar with our story. But in the beginning of that story, all what we saw was, you know, Cornelius was praying and God appeared to him and God told him to go and look for Peter and he went to look for Peter. But what we do not know about the prayer was that he wasn't just praying, he was fasting as well. He was fasting as well. So he was persisting whilst fasting. Then now God was able to allow Peter to come to him. Fasting positions you. It positions you. Fasting positions you. It positions a Peter to you. And it positions you to see a man before you. Remember, he says once I was praying, there, there stood a man before me. It positions you. It doesn't move God, it's you. And the last thing I want to talk to you about fasting. Then we pray. We pray for about maybe 10 minutes. Acts chapter 13, verse 1. Acts, the book of Acts, chapter number 13, verse 1. The book of Acts 13. Fadiku Vahadi Shavali Mahakuska. Acts 13, verse 1. It says, Now in the church that was in Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon, who was also called Nega, Lucius of Cyrene, Manian or Mananian, who had been brought up with Herod, um, Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. The next thing fasting does for us in the scripture. Whenever we fast, it brings us direction. Fasting brings direction. We are able to know what to do. He says, whilst they were fasting and ministered unto the Lord, the Holy Spirit said, they pray to me. So whenever you get confused ever in your life, whenever you get to a point, you know, you don't know what decision to take. Listen, my dear brother, my dear sister, listening to me. Take a moment off. Go and fast and pray. You know what to do. The Bible said in Acts chapter 13, verse 1, to verse, 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 verse 3. He says, while they were ministering and they were fasting, they were ministering unto the Lord. So the important thing about fasting, I've told you, I've said this from the beginning, is you minister to who? The Lord. In prayer, you minister to him. In worship, you minister to him. That is important. The Holy Ghost said, the Holy Spirit said, now separate to me. Direction came for the church. Are you all with me, please? 
Are you all with me? Are you all with me? So whenever we fast and pray, direction comes to you. God begins to direct you. It is you, not him. You are not moving him. You are moving you. The direction is not for his benefits. It's for your benefits. I want you to have this mindset. All that God would ever do for a man, he has done it. It is now, or he is now waiting for man's response. It is at the response of man we see what God has already done. I said, it is at the response of men that we see what God has already done. So even Jesus, Jesus our Lord has come to die, buried, resurrected, ascended. But if you do not believe in him, you will not see what Jesus did. All, all that it is about in this Christian world is about our response to the Father. Are you all with me? Are you all with me? So tonight, this midnight, from 12 a.m. to 1 a.m., stand on your feet in your room. I want you to pray. Are you all with me? This is an instruction to you. Pray. Spend time. He says, as they ministered unto the Lord, I want you to spend one hour. Is one hour is not much, is it? Or is it too much? Hello? No. Hello? No, is it too much? No, no, please, too much? Who, who wants someone to pray with? Who wants someone to pray with at 12? Let me see by hand. Let's say you want someone to pray with. Oh, don't feel shy. You can do it on your own, but you would appreciate if someone, because I can pair you with someone. Please, let me see by hand. Maybe you, you can pray, but you want someone to pray. So that means all of you are going to do it alone. <laughs> Hello, are you going to do it alone? Oh, yes, come please, on, sir. I want to hear you. Yes, You're going please. to do it. So from 12 a.m. to 1 a.m., I want you to tender. I want you to tender. I want you to gain ascendancy. I want you to stare up. Stare up, stare up, stare up, stare up. Lift up your hands to the Lord. He lived Lift up your hands and begin to celebrate Jesus. La Brakoshevedeve, Manto, Kaya, Pradi, Velo, Kobadize. Yeah,